Hello and welcome to the Pub Meeple Podcast. I'm Gary. Chuck here. Proper Brian. Just Brian. All right, well, this episode we have an interesting discussion about a few games that are out of print that we wish we could get our hands on. And then uh, Chuck pretty much lights the world on fire and watches it burn with some <laughs> unpopular opinions, and we all try to tell him how horrible human being he is. I'm pretty I thought- traumatized by the experience. <laughs> I'm sitting over here. I'm still in shock. I thought I knew. I think we all are still in shock. I thought I knew him. Yeah. So I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, yeah, definitely stay tuned. We got we have some interesting discussions in this episode. Here we go. Yeah, here we go. All right, guys. So uh, as is our tradition here, uh, let's do some. Uh, Brew talk, and I guess we'll we literally <laughs> please, brew please with a be couple inclusive. of you. Yeah, we're being inclusive <laughs> here. <laughs> How about, oh, Shuck, you want to start? Uh, yeah, I'm having some hibiscus tea. Uh, what very is it? Habis, hibiscus? <laughs> um, for anybody who's seen Studio C, it's hilarious. Anyway, um, probably a reference that nobody will get. Yeah. Uh, the Yeah, it's, 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 uh, it's very red. And it's uh, very delicious, very floral, uh, but sweet. I like it. That's cool. It's, uh, I got it in uh, some tea shop in uh, Rio Doso. So. It's, uh, Rio Doso. Man, Rio Doso. love Rio Doso. New Mexico, for yes. those of you who are unfamiliar with the, with the uh, west, southwest. I don't, know if, I don't know if we talked about this before, but I'm a weirdo. I'm the only one in my family who doesn't like drinking sweet tea, like cold. Oh, you don't? I don't, I don't like sweet I, tea. I hate sweet I don't, tea. I didn't grow up no. drinking it, but my wife did, and so she introduced our children to it. And they drink it very, very often. And I, I, after dinner, I'll go get my hot tea. And that's where I'm like yeah. just so sipping on my hot tea I after like, dinner. I like tea. I, I call sweet tea bitter sugar water because it's what it is. It's like, yeah. ugh. Yeah, we're, we're very anti-Texan here, apparently, because <laughs> we don't like sweet tea. Oh, I like, I like, the, I like tea. the Texas Rangers are knocking at the door I right now. I discovered that <laughs> I do. We're going to need you to come with us. You, you have to order that order it that way at restaurants, too. You're like, I would like a tea. Would you like that sweet? Mm-mm. Well, usually you tell them unsweetened right. if you don't want it sweetened here in the South. Yeah, in the South, if you say I want a tea, they just default. It's like, it's like a, he wants a cup of sugar. It's like well, a, you it's see like them like say, do a double take, too. If you say unsweet, they have to like make extra notes on their scratch pad, you know. Yeah. It's the same thing with Coke. I mean, they'll say which kind. Yeah. <laughs> it's, oh, a Dr. Pepper, yeah. <laughs> the, the Dr. Pepper variety <laughs> of Coke, yeah. <laughs> well, Brian Casey, you got another brew, uh, another tea brew, right? Yeah, so I'm going to piggyback on with Chuck here with the tea um tonight I brought a it's a Twinings I love tea yeah and so I discovered this one recently I like their English breakfast a lot as do I but I like strong teas like I like my tea like real strong and so this one uh is extra bold okay so so it's a lot Guys, if he's a little salty tonight, we know why. <laughs> That's right. So it's the English breakfast, the extra bold f- flavor. The yes. extra bold flavor that you need. <laughs> All right. It's good. All right. Well, hey, uh, Brian Beach. Just Brian? Yeah. Yeah, well, what are you drinking tonight? I'm drinking what you're drinking because you brought this for me. G-Bear brought me some Old Chub, which is the Osaka Brewery's Scotch Ale. And yeah. this is a classic for Gary, and he's introduced it to our group, and it's one of my favorites. So yeah, it's actually Oscar Blues. Oscar Blues. But I've called it. I call it that too. Oscar Bluesy Brews. <laughs> yeah, uh, apparently it's in Austin. I had a cousin 
my dad's cousin. Okay, we'll just call him a cousin, who offered to uh, like if we next time we go down there, he's like, yeah, I need you need to let me know and we'll we'll go uh, we'll go check out the Oscar Blues Brewery and I was like, uh, yes, I'll make a trip just for that. So yeah, I like it. It's it's not the founders. It's not. It's a great Scotch ale. Not to say like you have to compare them all, but I, I would say I would put founders above this. But this would probably be my. By number two in the in the wee heavies. Right, right. You know, this is the same brewery too that uh, that has the uh, notorious ten fifty. Oh yeah, as this well. Is this is the this is that, the same brewery. That is so. ten hundred and fifty times better than the ten fifty. Oh no! Oh my goodness! Ten fifty only tastes like motor oil for the first sip, and then yeah. after that, it's like yeah, because you're dead. <laughs> you feel you feel amazing. real good on that third sip. Yeah. Yeah. Ten fifty, yeah. Well, you get halfway through that the tall boy of that, <laughs> feel pretty good. Yeah. All right, well, guys, uh, let's talk a little bit about games. It's, it's been a little longer since we've been able to get together. Just the, the family schedules and whatnot have been a little hard to sync up. Uh, what have we all been playing? I'm going to talk about one that you introduced me to, Gary. Oh, really? What is that? Escape Plan. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so we get to – it was a two-player game of that, and that game is cool. I love the theme. I love that you've got your money stashed all over this town, and you're trying to get out of town, so you're going around trying to pick up all your cash and then get out in time. Uh, really, really cool game. It was, it's an interesting uh, Lacerda game. Normally his aren't based around like movement, you know, yeah. like movement around the map, but this one was. So a little different, but really cool. Man, I, I enjoyed the heck out of that game. And like you said, it like just oozes theme, everything you're doing. Uh, I talked to an, another guy that had played a couple games of it about a week after you and I had played it. And uh, he played like three and four players. And man, I, I, I feel like we need to get a larger, I mean, I loved it at two players, but I think at three and four would be that much more tight and the movement would just, man, be brutal. It was already brutal. And to imagine it being that much more, you know, I think it'd be really cool. Uh, what, what about you? What have you been playing? Well, we finally got our first mission of Gloomhaven behind us. Oh yeah. Um, I've played it a bit. I played Gloomhaven a bit, but just with the random dungeons because I was trying to avoid spoilers. Um, and so this is, I guess, my first real Gloomhaven experience is what it kind of yeah. feels like we got. Uh, kind of a committed group, and we played last week. Um, playing again next week, and I think you're going to join us. Yes, sir. I plan to join you. Join our I'm going to join in. I'm, I'm late Maven for the party. Late for the party. We kind of got like a thematic reason why he's oh, late. Yeah, I love that. Which is really clever. Um, I don't think it's a spoiler to say we, we had a road event where we had a decision to whether or not to um, adopt a puppy or leave the puppy behind on the road. Now, I'm not going to tell you what uh, the consequences are for both. That's why this is not a spoiler, but... Um, Essentially, we decided we were on a mission. We don't have time to, to pick up this puppy. And, um, you know, we knew uh, later on we were talking that uh, after we complete the first mission, we're going to go straight in the second one, hopefully. Gary's going to join us next week. And uh, he's going to be running up going, sorry I'm late, guys. Um, I saw these jerks, like, abandoning this puppy on the side of the road and thought I would, you know, take care of it, make sure it was okay before I, before I joined the, the next mission. And so... Um, <laughs> Anyway, no, it was great. It was great. I, I maybe because it's newer to me, but I love it. Um, I'm, yeah. I'm kind of falling for this for this dungeon crawler. Well, Shuck, you got a lot of gaming in on a international tabletop day. You wanna I did, talk about that or? and I won Ooh. everything. <laughs> oh, you did. You did win yeah. everything. Yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> yeah, he came over to my house before we ran over to Proper Brian's, and yeah. he he slaughtered me at one game, and then we went over to Proper Brian's, and he slaughtered me at the next. So, and, he, and, he I'm, and you, I'm still. Yeah. Undefeated oh, at up. Zaya. Stop uh, it. I'm just going to continue That's that. That's it. I'm no longer playing <laughs> Zaya for fun. Next time, 
plan. It's for like two. actually going to be competition, and I'll uh, show you that I can pick up delivery buddy. Anyway, so Zaya was one. Another one I got to play was the Agents, which I haven't played in a while. Oh, yeah. um, it's still a good game. Uh, I really enjoy that. Fantastic game. two player for yes, sure. Yes, definitely yeah. a good two player. And, and probably a good three player. <clears throat> but probably the game of the whole day, Gary was with me. We finally got our first venture oh, yeah. into 18xx uh, with probably one of the lower tiered versions of 18xx, but 1846. Uh, it was a very long, intense game. Where Gary kept cutting me off and screwing me over. <laughs> you still won. Like yes, everything I did, everything I did to get in your way was like all for naught. At the end, you're like, I still have more money than you. So quickly explain 18xx for listeners and uh, myself particularly. It me too. is a stock uh, train game essentially. It's yeah. a very complicated. There's lots of rules involved, um, but it's very stock heavy. Uh, you invest into a company. Uh, you take stock into other people's company, and you try to build train rack, uh, train tracks, uh, getting from city to city, uh, earning points if you can get across the board, or you can upgrade cities to get more points. Uh, there's just a lot of things to do. Uh, the, the stock part of it is really just the really big fun. The fact that you get to control at least something, and I mean, maybe you even don't. I don't know. Maybe yeah. you don't ever buy anything. We didn't try that, but you usually you'll control. Uh, a train company and you you get to like build its track like you get to make the decisions as the main shareholder and people can come in and like buy you out yeah. they can become the main shareholder and, and so it's it's cool. fascinating it, it is a new genre that i want to dip my toes more into you could also uh let someone else buy into your company and then run that company into the ground and then dump all your stocks and now they're the majority shareholder and they're stuck with a company that then you have to buy a train for out of their pocket, out of, out of the president's yes. pocket. That's the only, that that's the biggest thing. Is, yeah, it, yeah. There comes a point where old trains expire, and you have to buy one of the newer you expensive can't be a trains. Train company without a train. So yeah. So and yeah. if you can't, if the company can't buy it, then the the main shareholder has to purchase the train, which could bankrupt you. One of the biz, biggest aspects of all these ATXX games, and, and where that term comes from, is the granddaddy of all, all these games is is. Uh, 1829 by Francis Tresham. It's considered a just a classic in the, in the gaming history, I guess. Although, from what I understand by now, it's kind of been eclipsed by all the all the games it spawned. And um, 1830 is one of the ones known as is, is one of the, the kind of must plays. Uh, and I think that was shortly after that one. But essentially, these are all games that take place in the 1800s. So that's where you have 18xx. So the next one might be 1846, 1848, 1889, and Essentially, they just all involve, like Sean said, they just all involve running train companies, and there's almost all, there's always some kind of stock element where you're buying into the companies. But what's cool is your company has money and you have money. At the end of the game, you don't want your company to have very much money left because otherwise it's not doing anything for you and the people who have invested in that company with you. But you do want to have the maximum amount of money in front of you, which Sean did very well. Uh, Sean, Sean, even though I tried to get in his way, I tried to build track that would stop him from making this amazing uh, east to west uh, connection he found a way what about you Gary did you any yeah. games we haven't we haven't talked about that you got in man i got the awesome game of escape plan i got 18 1846 did we already like snap yeah. all your games yeah no it's all right <laughs> all no. the good ones <laughs> the, the one i want to talk i knew Sean, i knew Sean, i was pretty sure Sean would at least mention 1846 that was the kind of the biggest thing in in uh, in my gaming gaming world here although i will say uh, i've continued to play i've, I've kind of 
uh, in our Slack channel, I've been talking about Chicago Express. I got right. to introduce that to some family. And then I also um, got another game of uh, The Estates in, and those are continuing to be two of my favorite games, and I want to share them with you guys at some point. Next time we get a game day in, fully expect me to beg you guys to play those games. Yeah, I think you brought The Estates tonight, so what we need to do is just wrap this yeah. up and play a game. Hey, yeah, maybe we can wrap it hey, Guys, we'll see, right now. we'll see you next month. <laughs> yeah. That's all we're going to do, talk yeah, about some games. Right. Oh, yeah. No, uh, so the, we've done two-player Estates, you and I, yeah. and it was kind of to learn the rules. It was okay. It was like kind of a learn, rule-learning game. Um, it was still fun, but I think, I think it needs more than two to have the teeth that it needs to, to really be a good yeah, game. Definitely. You know? Well, I've played it with up to I played it with up to five. Five is a little much. Four is perfect. Played it three the other night. At three, everyone has what to. What a coincidence! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At three, you have to play pretty aggressive. It's a game that it's it's, it's got very sharp elbow, elbows. You're um, essentially you're building a subdivision, the estates. What I like about that is uh, about the game is it's a it's a closed economy. So the game starts out like sitting the three players. Game starts out with thirty six million dollars. You each have twelve million dollars in checks. So as you as you watch people's stacks grow and yours dwindle, you know that there's no other source of income coming in. So I've got to find, and it's a bidding game, but the the auction's kind of kind of brutal in that. Um, like you'll take a, a a piece and say, okay, I'm going to start an auction, and only goes around the table once. And when it gets back to you, you either take the money that the last person bid, or you give them that money. So, like I found myself, I won, but at twice I found myself with no money in front of me. So what I did is I took a piece I knew someone else wanted. And I was hoping that the player to my left, which was my daughter in this case, was going to start the auction high, knowing that like when I, I was playing with my daughter and my wife, knowing that hopefully my, my wife would want to buy that, that piece. She'd name a high price because it was one she wanted. And then I'd say, you go ahead and have it and give me the $7 million, you know. So that, that worked a couple times. It backfired a couple other times. But the auction mechanic with multiple players is just really cool. And, you, and I've introduced people that are really huge gamers to it, so it doesn't take a lot to, to grab onto the concepts of a game. So, guys, as we're talking about games, uh, we're talking about some games we got to play. Let's talk about a few games that we really, really want to play but can't at the moment. So, Ooh. how about some out-of-print games? We've all kind of compiled a, few, a little list, a short list, some out-of-print games that we, you know, games that we wish were in print right now or we wish we could get our hands on. Uh, does anyone want to start us off? With uh, a, can I start? Because I think I'm the most yeah. predictable, and that way the episode gets more interesting as we go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think it's probably the most pub predictable. Uh, yeah. Well, and so I, I went with one game in particular that is out of print that I don't own, as well as a game that is out of print that I do own because I feel like everybody should have it. That's kind yeah. of the, the way I went. So uh, obviously I wish I could have a copy of Russian Railroads. Yeah. Um, and I can have that copy, but that out of print price is just – just right past that threshold for what I want to pay for game, and it's most likely going to be a used copy. Uh, so, isn't it like one of the laws of the universe that if you pay like four times MSRP for it, next week someone will announce that they're reprinting it? That's what I'm. That's my yeah. biggest fear is that there is going to be a reprint because there should be. And and on top of that, um, as much as I love Russian railroads, you know we have played it a lot, and I would like the German railroads expansion that's also out yeah. of print to go with it, just to kind of give that game yeah. a little bit more vibrancy, and we can we can continue to play it with a little bit of you know change. Maybe from they'll the game, maybe so. they'll one day print a big box where they have the German and the Russian combined. That would be mm, cool. I guess, yeah. Uh, but I, I, this was on my short list, uh, and and I, the ones that I did, I actually looked up some of the pricing just to see where they were at. This one, right. Now is at like one twenty five. Well, and the German railroad expansion is ridiculous. Like it's just for an expansion, it's about the same, you know. I mean, um, and it's what MSRP is probably what like fifty, maybe. So you 50 can sixty five, yeah. So yeah. you can see. I mean, the the price of it says that there's demand for it, and I just looked it up. 
what is it? Number it's number seventy one on Board Game Geek. Yeah, like, it's a fan- it's so fantastic. Uh, so it's a popular game. My question is, what's what, why is it not? I, I kind of want to know who old, holds the rights. I, I believe think it's still it Z-Man, right? I Z-Man so. printed it. I know. I believe it's was it Lonnie Orgler that designed it. I don't know. I think so. I have to look it up. I, I, I'm probably wrong. If if, if I am, send, send us an email. <laughs> and so people at gmail.com yeah, let me know please send so, us an email so, uh, um, <laughs> just kidding. one of the other things that I did with the games that I looked at uh, when I was trying to determine the ones for my list were the, the last year they were printed oh yeah uh, this one hasn't deep. been this one hasn't been printed since 2000, 2013 yeah yeah. So I mean, it, it's it's getting up so, there. So yeah, and I guess if I didn't have access to it on Board Game Arena, I I would have a little bit more oomph to it. But it's still, even still, it's just a little bit outside of what I would pay yeah. for. No, for, I mean, because I have other games that kind of scratch that itch. But I love the game, and if I found out that it was, you know, going to be back in reprint, I'd be one of the first ones in line yeah. to pick it up. Definitely. So um, mine falls into the realm of I would love to see restoration games get a hold of this and do something with it they do good jobs yeah so, so we're talking about like an older game then. yeah so this this one and, and it's again it's one that i have but i feel like it's one that should be available and i feel like if a company like restoration got a hold of it that it would really shine and that is clue the great museum i was Cable. gonna guess once you said it was one you had i knew it yeah i picked this one up off ebay not too long ago just because so this is different. For those of you who don't know, this is different than Clue. Right. Even though it has that brand on it. It's it Clue, was the, 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 what is it? The Clue, Great Museum Caper. The Great Museum Caper. Yeah. So, and I, I mean, the only reason, the only tie to Clue is the characters in it. That's it. Uh, because in the game, one person is a thief uh, going into a museum, uh, trying to steal paintings and get out after stealing a certain number and the other players are detectives that are in the museum trying to find the thief and the thief is actually moving it's a hidden movement game it's one of the first ones that i ever really played um so he's got a pad of paper that he's moving around on the detectives have access to uh, cameras that they've placed throughout the museum and they can check the cameras to see like if, if the camera could see him the thief can go and shut power off to the to the museum to cut the power to those things like um, is, is part of his movement. The, all the doors and windows have these little lock tokens that are randomly placed out at the beginning of the game. And after a thief, after the thief gets a, the certain number of paintings, uh, he has to go and find an unlocked door or window. So I feel like it's a product of its time. It's from the 80s. Uh, so I really feel like Restoration doing some fun stuff, like kind of like what they did with Fireball Island to really make that much more of a fun game to play. I feel like they would really elevate this game, even if they couldn't get the clue, you know, license or whatever. That's fine. Like, make it something else, but yeah. use those core mechanisms. It's a really fun game. Yeah, you've well, talked about this game for a while. It's one of those I felt like if we had like a retro game night, like it'd be play. kind we're of gonna a must. Have, we're going to have know? a retro game night. Well, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go ahead and talk about one, and I feel it's a little bit cheating, but I also feel like at this point we should have had a reprint. I'm talking about, I think Madeira. I know it's supposed to get a reprint. We've been hearing from. That's the only reason why I didn't talk about this one. And and I, I had it on my list. I took it off my list. I mm-hmm. put it back on my list. I took it off my list. So so your wish will be granted. Yeah. soon is what that's what saying. I'm. Well, the word is soon. But see, it was supposed to be in it July was soon of last year. Last year too. Yeah. It's and so soon. I'm wondering if there's if you know I know they've run into some issues, uh, some legal issues with uh, having to do the country of origin or whatever in Kickstarter. All I know is, and I have a copy of Madeira, but I want to see what's going to happen with this and. 
I want more people to be able to have Madeira, and I kind of want to see if there's like a, you know, a reason, a, a version that's like, okay, I'll buy this and kind of sell my old, my used copy to help pay for it, you know. So, so I don't know that you need to sell your copy. I don't think I'm gonna need to. There's a pretty good chance that they're gonna have an upgrade pack yeah. for first edition owners. So that way you can have the same game as you know with your first I hope edition so. copy. That would be great. Um, I think uh, this one and John Guo that are going to be ran together were on my list, but I took them off just because I know, yeah. like within this year, we should be able to at least put money towards them. I felt like it was kind of cheating, but also I felt like, hey, look, I've been waiting for this reprint for yeah. over a year. No, so. Madeira, Madeira is definitely. Um, I think I think a What's Your Game should have their library in print all the time like yeah, they whatever they have library. in their library they should just keep in print i don't know what it would take to do that how many millions of dollars they need yeah. but we should just throw it at them because hey. their their line is really robust yeah. it's a really fantastic line and it just really you know I, I don't own all their games but but it is one of those that i love playing their games yeah it runs the gamut chuck what's, uh, what's one of yours on your list so i'll start off with the game that i don't own because i cheated on some of the other ones but the ones that i do that i think just should be this is probably unexpected and probably very few people have heard about it but it's uh david and goliath uh it's a very unique trick-taking game uh mm-hmm. and it's very hard to find it's really not that well it kind of is for a card game what i found was like 30 dollars, which is not like breaking the bank or anything but the that's for a very outdated old version uh with some pretty poor artwork yeah, um, it makes it harder to spend the 30 bucks and and so yeah i mean the one that's that's really nice looking is like they they're little cute mice and 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 whatnot uh, but that one you really can't find anywhere uh it's not like extremely ranked high on bgg this one is like in the 2000s but it's just it's such a unique game where if you don't know trick taking games i mean most people do you know spades hearts but you, you play cards and you win tricks based on highest or lowest values, typically, depending on the game. This one, the highest card wins the trick, but the person who played the lowest card gets the highest card that was played. Oh. And, and then at the end of the game, you score points for um, suits that you only have one or two of. You get to score face value, and then everything else is one point. So, like, if you were able... There's five suits, I think, I was reading. So, like, if you're able to play the low card and get, like, the highest card, you get the... And that's the only one you ever get of that suit. You get to score that. You know, let's say... It, I don't remember what the, the oh. highest card is, but say if it were, like, 10, yeah. you, you get to score the 10, and then the guy that won it, he's probably going to get one point for every one of those because that whole suit now is in his hand, and so he's not going to be able to... I just think it's such a unique trick-taking game... Uh, I really enjoy trick-taking games, and I wish they would repent this with like some really excellent artwork, bring it back to its Christian roots, um, you know, just with some epic, you know, fun. I don't know. I, I just think they could do a whole lot with it. It's been reprinted several times. It's uh, 1998 was the first printing, and every time it changes um, the the manufacturer or the not the, um, the publisher maybe. the publisher changes and every time it's been reprinted four times last so, time so obviously it's popular enough to get reprinted yeah and the last time was in 2010 but it was only like a, a an asian printing it's not in english uh and that artwork hmm. was actually not that bad uh but i i just i want this game and yeah. i now, I've, I've heard been of this waiting for it forever to be reprinted and yeah i've heard about this game and it's one that it's been on my radar 
also that I'd love to I'd love to get. So whoever wants to print that, yeah, it'll probably be it. probably be a new publisher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just Brian, you were kind of uh, Jones in to get into your second game earlier. What do you? Uh, what would you say? Uh, the second one is a game that I do own that I, I like enough. I would at least recommend it to people who like this kind of game. And that's Forbidden Stars. That's that's I'm sorry, I almost got choked yeah. up just, there. <laughs> no, um, no. Uh, the the reason why this will may not ever happen is we had a we had a fantasy flight um, games workshop breakup that kind of halted a lot of you know that the games that came out where they share the IP and Forbidden Stars is a as a Warhammer 40k yeah, 40k IP, but Forbidden Stars is a fantasy flight product. So. Anyway, it's it's a great game. It's a great dudes on a map game. The combat simulation is super fun. It's it's the best part of the game. Aside from that, I, I honestly, it, it's one of those things that I won't call because it is so different for the combat. Yeah. Uh, if you've played StarCraft, the board game, then you'll see that there's a lot of similarities. I haven't played it, but everybody says, you know, this is kind of StarCraft, the board game 2.0 um, with the Warhammer 40K theme kind of pacing on. So the combat is amazing. In it, I think it should get a reprint. I think it should get an expansion, at least one. And even if you took the 40k theme out and just Fantasy Flight put their Twilight Imperium, you know, theme on top of it, I think that would be super cool. I don't really care what the theme is. I just think the game is really great. Yeah, so. I've, I've heard a lot of good things about it. I'm really good at two player. Really good at two player. So I'm gonna jump in really quick just because this is kind of a companion game to, to that um, because it. It's no longer in print because of that same breakup. And uh, I've talked about Blood Bowl Team Manager a lot on this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, great. That was part of the same thing. Like, it got two expansions at least, one of which is insanely hard to find or it, without paying an arm and leg. And so I'd love for someone to reprint it. My only fear is that it'll be a different IP or it would be so different that it wouldn't mesh with my base set, and now I'm going to have to buy the that base That one I think on. would be super hard to divorce yep. the IP from. Yeah. I don't think yeah. – like, I think you almost need um, Blood Bowl to make the game what yeah. it is. It would feel kind of like – you know, like when you're a kid and your parents don't buy you Transformers, and they don't even buy I you GoBots. Go no, they no. don't even buy you GoBots. They just buy you, like, the Transmorphers. <laughs> uh, that the ones you the, the grocery store? Yeah. That would be kind of Blood Bowl team manager yeah. without Blood Bowl, without the 40K. They, so. Yeah. They just need to shake hands and agree to do the IP again. That's yeah. I mean, if nothing else, like, they'd be printing money. You know what I'm saying? Like, people oh, would buy this product. I haven't, right? I haven't heard of anyone who's played Blood Bowl Team Manager who has not liked the game. Yeah, so, I mean. And it, I don't like those kind of games, and I love yeah, it. Like, I, I want to play I it again. I don't like those kind of games. I, by all rights, I shouldn't like the game, and I love the game. So, it was in my top ten last year. So, yeah. I, I, did, I just kind of jumped in line there. But because you mentioned the whole Fantasy Flight uh, Games Workshop deal, uh, there's two good, two great games from that that uh, definitely should be reprinted. Who wants to jump in next? I'll jump in because I, I want to say that uh, Forbidden Stars was also on my list. Oh, as, really? Is uh, a game yeah. that needs to be reprinted. And I don't, it's like we're not going to see an expansion for that game, but I would still love to see that game reprinted and refined even a little bit. Yeah, it can, it can and, take a little bit of refinement for and, sure. And uh, whatever that theme is, and then and you know just something that Fantasy Flight has, has access to. Yeah. Because it... Great, great game. One, it could be, a, one of it could my be like Submarine Bat War. I don't care. It's just, <laughs> it's great fun. Chuck, what's the next one on your list? Well, I have two more. Uh, I own both of them. 
uh, and I actually brought show and tell to show y'all why I, I put these on my list. To One show is, our listeners? Yeah, to show the, no, show the <laughs> pub guys. I can describe it. Cause okay. One of them I just discovered that I wanted this reprinted like uh, mm. a week ago. So, so what it was is I was finally getting Grifters and Grifters Nexus out of my closet and mixing them into the same box because I hate expansion boxes. I always put as much in one box as I can. What I noticed was that the artwork from the original Grifters and the artwork from the Grifters Nexus has been updated and they don't match. But I, I emailed them and uh, I was like, was there a second edition or is there a, a plan to have a second edition where I can buy just like the updated cards so they all match and everything? And then they emailed me back and said, there is no plan to have a second edition of this game. So they've just outright said that this is not going to be reprinted. Ooh. Well, I will say <laughs> the Grifters Nexus layout is way better than the original. Like, like the they, card layout? They updated it and it looked, that's what I brought brought it to show y'all uh whether it's now or later whatever but i wanted to show y'all for the listeners go look it up go look at the two different ones and you'll notice that the, the new version I, I just don't understand why you would up i understand it's a standalone game but i don't understand why you would update the artwork in such a positive way without intentions of ever updating the old artwork to match in a new printing maybe the demand wasn't there i don't know but it, it just it bugs me it's not unplayable you can still play it. It'll still work. It's fine. It's just, it's going to annoy me. Yeah. And that's why I want it reprinted. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I get it. I mean, and that, those are good games. For sanity's sake. Proper Brian, uh, so did you have another one you want to talk about? Sure. I actually have a bunch, but we can only, uh, I'll, I'll narrow it down. So, uh, we got all night, man. <laughs> I got more I can talk about too if we, we want. We got a to. few hours left on this podcast too. Let's, so, let's get the one more, one more from each <laughs> if we want to, and we'll, we got we got some cool we got to move on to next. So this is a, a game that I I don't own and that I would like to own. Um, I haven't played it before, but uh, let's see. Uh, it's called A Handful of Stars. I believe it was uh, Tree Frog Games uh, originally did this one. I believe that's. I don't think I know this game. Um, and I want to say it, it sounds a, familiar, but then I don't really think it, it does. It got kickstarted and then died. Like I guess it didn't. It didn't. There, there weren't a lot of copies printed of it. So you can't find it. But it was successful in the Kickstarter. Yeah. Okay, okay. So I need to look it up. I think it's Martin Wallace who did it. He did, uh, he did A Few Acres of Snow mm-hmm. and another game called Mythotopia. And apparently this game kind of combines those into like a sci-fi theme. And I really want to try it. Yeah, that but sounds really interesting. But you can't get it. I heard, now this, I don't want to spread rumors, but I heard that Fantasy Flight picked up the license for it and they're going to they're gonna print it. So, so now they have to because we said it. So here's me uh, putting in my, my vote yeah. and, and my money out there on the table saying, hey, if you print that, I will buy it. Yeah, we really put Fantasy Flight to task today, like with all the things they need to figure out how to Yeah, they need there. to figure out how to make some magic happen. Yeah. Anyone, any other games that you just really okay. feel like need to be reprinted? I have a curveball for you all. Okay. Okay, this is a game that... Yes. <laughs> obviously... The <laughs> <laughs> it's getting it's like, it's it's getting like Jumbo silly, Hanabi or something. Silly time oh, of our podcast. Hold, hold where on, I got to drag this out. Okay, oh my so <laughs> there. W- this was a series of four different games under this br- or under this umbrella. Okay, I'm trying to guess uh, now. It, it it was the best of the four as far as BGG love is letter? concerned. Uh, it <laughs> it doesn't have a very high rating. It's only five. Yeah, love point, letter. It's I'm only five point three. It is extremely low in the rankings. And why are we reprinting this? I'm still... <laughs> hold on, hold on. I'm not done yet. 
it's it's kind of hard to find. You can find it, but it's limited availability. Because they buried um, it under Hanabi. It's, it's, okay, uh, keep going. <laughs> it's ranked <laughs> in the 16,000s in BGG. This what? In the 16,000s of BGG. Right on. Okay. How, well, I don't think we could recommend so it. Can hold, you cut out on. this whole no, 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 part? No, 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 no. Hold on. I'm dead serious about this, and y'all are gonna, y'all are gonna, so y'all are gonna rip me so, so hard. But here, here we go. Oh, he's, he I'm brought gonna, it. He's I'm, pulling it I'm, out of his I'm backpack. Gonna show, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna show. Oh my. There you go. Right there. No. That's don't even is. say it. Don't even say no, it. No. No. Okay. I'm no, looking it, at it, and I'm I gotta so burn my eyes out now. This has to be said. Is this a gaming podcast? This, this has to be said. <laughs> okay. Please bring out No, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> Please listen bring to me. They okay. Put it away. They're they're looking at me weird and, and I can't even me. say it. I'm trying to get that out there so they okay. can know what we're talking about. I can't even say the words. Okay, it's called you build. Monopoly. Okay, I know. Hold Monopoly on. Monopolies aren't bad. Okay, Monopolies listen. aren't bad, but no, that's the thing you want to reprint. Yeah. Okay. Here's why. They stopped the print. It was probably a very short run. They probably didn't sell very many. It was back in 2010. So it's it's an old game. It's hard to find. This is the best Monopoly that is out there. If you're gonna play Monopoly, this is the only one you should ever play. All right. Uh, um, here's the thing. I'll play it with you. Here's the I thing. Here's the thing. You. I'll play it with you. I haven't played this. Actually, I think I have played it, but I didn't really. Okay. I didn't really play so, it. So with here's, you. But here's I, some I want to the... say, if this is different than what you're trying to say, like fixes Monopoly, I'll play it. No, it, it's it's not that it necessarily fixes Monopoly. Well, then I'm not going to play it. It, it, it <laughs> hold on. It it adds some elements to Monopoly that make it more gamer friendly. It's still a, a you know roll the dice, roll and move game. Yeah. Do you like Fine, playing whatever. it, or are you just saying it's the best of? If worst. I'm gonna play it, I want to play this. What about Monopoly you still haven't Gamer? Answered my edition. question. Not that, Do you want to play? That. Okay, I I enjoy Monopoly yeah. Gamer, but it still reminds me of basic Monopoly. And actually, playing Monopoly Gamer with kids is 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 difficult because you kind of have to keep up with everybody's power, and so it can get kind of yeah. fiddly. Look, I'm not this, a Monopoly hater. I just okay. If you so said it, if you pulled it out, I'd so probably here, say, "Can we thing. play Madeira?" Okay, so <laughs> the. <laughs> I mean, Okay, so the U Build Monopoly has plastic pieces, which is is cool. They're little plastic cool. hexes. You put them together, and you can build the length of the track. Well, they did. You, they did a lot of uh, U Builds for like. Well, like, it's it's like a, the Harry Potter kind of U Build thing. Well, and, the ones and, that were originally in the the two thousand were Battleship, Sorry, Mousetrap. Can I, oh, sorry, there was five I like of, the them. Idea of them. There, there was. I've never played the other ones. They're ranked. They're or they're rated really low. But so this one has the, the the pieces are chunky and they feel good. They're cool. You can build the the whole you know Monopoly board as big or small as you want. That's what cool. I like playing is the small board, like the three because it's board. thirty minutes. Mm, yeah, it's okay. thirty minutes. I'm okay. starting to warm up to it. Okay. The other I thing can play is Monopoly for thirty minutes. The other thing is is there are two different kinds of buildings residential and industrial but here's the catch there are hazards that get placed around the board if they get placed next to the residential buildings they're out they don't score anything you don't get money for those so there's a take that to this now you're actually doing things you're making decisions hmm. it's not just roll and move it is the best monopoly out there are you and still it needs to be you're still rolling moving but what you're saying is you just got more you're, decisions you're doing things you actually have decisions. that actually sounds pretty, pretty, good. pretty good it's a decent it, game to use it, as a monopoly is, ip all right it, it is and it's sh it's short it's like, probably better it's, than the the gamer score gives it because people hate on monopoly yes well, if it didn't have monopoly on the front of it i bet it'd be if you like it'd be like the risk europe right where the ip itself is kind of like the black mark on it but the actual game itself Mm -hmm. Is like legit. Yeah, I, can see I mean, that. it is. 
it, it's just for Monopoly, it's a good game. And it takes thirty or forty minutes. You're done. Yeah, I mean, you can build the big board. I, or like I don't. Clue the Museum Caper. I mean, hey, it's not Clue, but it's got the Clue IP. Yeah. So, yeah. so the the you build Monopoly. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know anything about the other ones in the series, but this one is a pretty decent game. So, but it's out of print. It is. It so is. I mean, you, you can find it on like eBay. There's probably a couple of copies flying around. It's not like super expensive. It's just limited availability, uh, and they're probably not going to reprint it. No, that was. I know. I knew y'all were going to give me a hard arc time. Went, no, no, no. But I like how the arc went when you pulled it out, <laughs> and like our re, our, our knee jerk reaction was just like just viral, like vitriol. And then you started explaining it, and like the look on our faces, like okay, that doesn't sound bad. That doesn't sound bad at all. It actually, sounds kind of cool. So, uh, oh, and yeah. in addition to the hazard, they're actually good building, like the like stadiums that give bonuses. Well, decisions. To your areas we talked too. about that our very very first podcast. I think is like is. Decisions are what decisions. gamers want, right? Yeah. Yes. They don't want they don't want a game where you you have to do the thing that that it's your turn, so do the thing. You know, that was a perfect game to end this segment on because the next thing we were going to do was going to state some unpopular opinions. <laughs> and here's the thing: you, you bring out a Monopoly game that is actually good, so it's almost like our first unpopular opinion. Here's yeah. a Monopoly game that's good. Sure, and so. What we were going to do is we are just going to try this out. Each of us have prepared two, maybe three opinions. Not necessarily gaming related. Not necessarily gaming related. We're just going to state them. We're not going to defend them or anything and leave it to the group to discuss. You know, if there's rage or anything, you know, or or agreement that, that, you know, we don't know what's going to happen here. I feel like I should go first. Go first, by all means. You ready? You're wrong, but go first. Are you ready? Yeah. You're already wrong. <laughs> Are you ready? Yeah, I'm I'm ready. I feel like we've been we've been we've already been hashing this one out. I like Kanabi. I've actually never played it, so I don't have an opinion. Did you have it's okay. to go there? It's okay, Sean. Let me explain it to you. <laughs> we were becoming friends again. There's a game. You there's a game out there. There's a game out there. Oh, I know I know how it works. Where it looks terrible. But there's I, a game I, out there where <laughs> you don't get to see your cards and you look at everyone else at the table. And when you look at their faces, and when they make that like that hurt look, you don't pick that card. And when they make like the smile look, you pick it. And that's the game of Hanabi. Uh, <laughs> you know what? That sounds like cheating. Actually, here's the thing. Yeah, with, the right, called, with the right I think group, it can means be a great cheating. game. I think that's how you translate it, is, uh, it, is cheating. I'm, uh, I cheat every – the group I play with, that's well, why I don't play it, them, Because so you, you have decide. to cheat to win. Well, you decide. Like, like here's proper – here, let me do my proper Brian voice. Well, if everybody in the group decides to cheat – that's not a good voice impersonation, but if everybody decides to cheat, then then that's that's the fun you get to have. And I'm like, okay, I, I'm right with you. Look, like wait, wait. like let's play Lords of Waterdeep, and let's all agree to cheat. Here's the deal with the right group. I don't know, man. When you cheat, it can be a fun game. This is like a roast. He's over there, like he's over there, like <laughs> his jaws like clenching, and he's You've like, never oh. been forced to play it. No. You, oh man, you, you sir have been spared. But uh, I, right. I will say that the. The expansion to um, Five Minute Dungeon has a very similar mechanic. I haven't played that either yet, wow. but uh, yeah, a lot of people it's, like Kanabi. I don't know that this is an unpopular opinion. Probably it's right. unpopular, it's unpopular group. among in our, our group. In our group, but uh, I will say for those of you who like Hanabi out there, it has like a deluxe um, edition, a giant edition. Yeah, like there's a lot of people that agree with you. I'm totally just wrong. because two out of four of us disagree with you, that doesn't mean you're wrong. What it means is two and a um, half. It means you're wrong, but other things too. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm just saying, I'm just I'm just 
dude, I'm trying to be an advocate for those that are out there like offended. All Don't of a advocate sudden. for them. But <laughs> why aren't you advocating for me then? <laughs> hey, you're not supposed to talk. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. how, about, how about okay? What's your own popular opinion here? Uh, since he started with the gaming, no, no, you know, I'm going to start with a, a pop culture pop unpopular opinion because I think it's the one that that's more appropriate for this time on the podcast, and it's this: um, the Tobey Maguire Spider Mans are actually pretty good. Now you're you're talking like. Are okay, you, this are you can talking be, all three? This can be interpreted <laughs> yeah. so many ways. Yeah. No, if, if, we're, if we're talking the third one, you're wrong. Are we, are we talking <laughs> yeah. inclusive of all three? <laughs> yeah. Because the first one is good. Oh, yeah. The second totally. one is meh. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Because okay. you guys are asking me. <sighs> no. He asked me to clarify. No, you can't clarify. That's I can't clarify because he. The rules. No, I was, I, I was, I was talking to these guys. I want to say. <laughs> I, I'm totally in agreement with you guys. Number one, great movie. Fun movie for its time. I think most people like the second one the okay, best. Here's, here's the second the one, one is the no, best. No, no, no. no. Here's, oh, hey, shut The second one is pretty okay, good. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. <laughs> Toby, Mag- <laughs> Toby McGuire uh, was an excellent Peter Parker. He was a terrible Spider-Man. Okay. A- Amen. There I agree go. with that. I can, I'm down with that. <laughs> uh, the only good thing about Spider-Man 3 was they made fun of it in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. <laughs> <laughs> That's only reason it has existed in the universe. I did laugh. Only reason at that we part. need that. I did laugh. And it was like, and he made fun of that scene. And I was like, that 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 doesn't redeem its being made, but it like, okay, it gives it some a reason. Like Sony has Sony has a sense of humor, right? Yeah. Sony Sony can make fun of themselves. Like, aha, our mistake, you know. Yeah, I I remember when these movies came out and like so, they were some of the. You had X Men, was some of the X Men and Spider Man. Those were like the two. Hush your mouth. I, but no, I'm you have like, a problem. I'm just saying that with they're... authority. <laughs> <laughs> Follow oh, the rules. So, so then, so X Men came out. Then, then Spider Man came out. So it was like those were our kind of our two uh, superhero franchises we could watch on the big screen. And so I really, really liked Spider Man one and most of two, and then I didn't really enjoy <laughs> three. All of two, but. But I think it's because of when it came out. I think if if we were to go back and like look at them in, in like the, the the context of what we have now, <sighs> I rewatched also, the original trilogy. Tom Holland with my kids. is 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 way better. Yeah, he he can do both. I, I like Tom Holland Spider Man. Okay, so I can say that at least, right? Yeah. So I like yeah. Tom Holland Spider Man quite my, a bit, actually. My opinion is the uh, so Tobey Maguire was the good Peter Parker, Andrew Garfer, Garfield was the best Spider Man. Tom Holland is the best of both worlds. All right, Gary, your turn. Okay, this is going to be a gaming one. Uh-oh. I think I, don't, I struggle with this. Like, I, I, it's not that I, I... No explanation. I'm just going to say it. Okay, so most dungeon crawlers are derivative of one another. They all feel samey. I feel like this is a, a, a pitch to, to just Brian. I'm, yeah, I'm kind of in agreement here. <laughs> like, honestly, I only want one of them. Honestly, I know, I know you guys... Want to get a rise out of me? Brian just wants all of them. I know you want to get a rise out of me, but I don't know that I can disagree with you. <laughs> okay. Here's, well, yeah. I mean, no, no, not for sure. No, no. no. Here's talk. the thing. Here's the thing, though. Is is um, I played a lot of dungeon crawlers, and it was kind of my first love. I think Proper Brian and I talked about this too. You know, we kind of Hero Quest was kind of one of our original throwbacks to gaming, and that's kind of what 
like I look at as my first like serious game was Hero Quest. So you back keep trying when to find younger. that experience again. And and getting back into gaming when when Chuck and I first started doing this was always trying to get back to that. Even mm-hmm. though we were we were exploring Catan and we were exploring Carcassonne, like in the back of my mind, I was always looking for that Hero Quest experience. But as I go, I, I don't know that I can disagree with you. I think I think I look for things that are different now that make it more interesting. Like what what dungeon crawler makes like the, the little details like what am I doing on my turn like the minis what are the no but it's not the minis I like, mean like the detail between one and the between other. one and the mini and the other yeah I got you yeah, I mean that's no, the difference uh, right? no I mean <laughs> so I've but I played I've, I will say I played a lot of them um, I think that the biggest differences are um, like like how you make decisions but ultimately like what you're talking about. You have redundant action. You have even if from game to game it's a little different within the game mechanisms itself, they become redundant action. I would also make the same argument maybe for tactics video games, mm-hmm. right? And that's kind of what the dungeon crawler is to me is kind of the tactics video game analog. I don't know that I can disagree with you, man. Like, like you own one, you own them all. You know. Um, if I can, I guess since well, but, but yeah. he, he, I, I, what differentiates them though is their stories. And like I mean, you could you could then say that all fantasy stories are derivative of each other, I guess. But it's like, uh, yeah, they're all Tolkien, or, or they want to be Tolkien. Or they want to be Tolkien. They're all dwarves or, 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 si- or sci-fi all, stories, or like because I, I think that's what you're buying when you buy a a dungeon crawl. You're not, I mean, yes, you're getting the mechanisms in the game, but I think you're buying the experience in the story. You know, so whether they're. Uh, you know whether a lot of the things you're doing in them feel derivative of each other. Uh, I don't think that's what you're buying. I think you're. I think you're. Like I think that's the re- one of the reasons you buy those games is the experience of playing the games. That's so. true, and I and I don't. I don't. It, it, it that's not actually a, like a, a black mark for me. You know, like that. I think that they're all kind of the yeah, same. It's, it's not, it's not I bad enjoy thing. it, it's so I keep looking for it, and yeah. I even look forward to learning a new one, even though I know maybe because I know what experience I'm looking forward to. Maybe it's something that I'm comfortable with. Here's my opinion on that before I do mine, my first one. Uh, You should only ever own one dungeon crawler and that's all. Uh, That's blasphemy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, this... Shots fired. I have no idea how... That's an unpopular opinion. You did yours next. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) What is your unpopular Um, opinion? Okay, I have no idea how unpopular this is, but it's... It's your opinion though. It's uh, We'll just start off easy. Fifth Element is the best movie of all time. Oh man, I mean the thing is the thing that's hard because Fifth Element's a good movie. It's a fantastic movie. It's a great movie. But to say it's the best of it's all a, time, it's a good movie. It's really good. It's, I don't know if I call it really good. It was it was well, it was uh, fun and it's fine. It's no Shawshank, but it's a good movie. Yeah, I, I think. Um, I no, I, I I'm gonna have to no. Like, I mean, it, it, is, it was fun, but it's like, excellent. No. It's mm. so so. I want to agree, but I cannot. I don't know. Something about multipass is oh, it's oh, great. Multipass, multipass. But at the same time, <laughs> it wasn't like a literary or. It was fantastic. Yeah, I don't. It wasn't like super original. So here, I will no. watch it any day of the week, though. It wasn't. It's like, fun on TNT. Is is TNT still a network? Yeah, it's, it's fun on TNT with commercials on a Sunday that you didn't expect to watch it. It's that kind of fun. So I don't the, like the, the Breakfast Club. The, the thing, the, the reason, the reason I disagree, I think, <laughs> is that I don't 
like I, I saw it multiple times. But I don't remember it. Like I remember some <gasps> some weird things about it, and like the weird opera singer lady. And that's I, what everybody and, remembers is the right. weird opera singer. Like, but I don't scene. I don't remember the story at all. So it's like it didn't leave an impression on me. It's the mm. fifth element. That's the story. <laughs> the, the weird opera singer lady? No, that's not the, the fifth with element. The, with the blue head tentacles? No, she what? has red hair. That was clearly like like made out of neoprene. <laughs> yeah. The neoprene gaming mats that we you used. You blaspheme! <laughs> best and, CG. And I mean, Bruce Willis. I mean, I remember effects. Bruce Willis, but it didn't stick with me. You know, I, I think I think Bruce Willis, like after Hudson Hawk, I don't know if he really ever developed out of that comedy. And I feel like Fifth Element was like sci-fi Hudson Hawk. And so I don't know. I don't know if I'm am I am I in the right group to talk about? <laughs> We're gamers here, and I'm like getting into like old movies. Hudson but, Hawk. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's just kind of like his his cheesy comedy. I love his action movies. I think his comedy's cheesy. So, so. we're talking about Bruce Willis. They should have ended the Die Hard, seri- Die Hard series after part two. Oh, totally. That's not an unpopular opinion. I don't know. Everybody thinks that, <laughs> just like everybody loves Spider-Man uh, with Tobey Maguire. Go ahead, Brian. I'm more. Oh, <laughs> Give us another one. I gave, I gave a fairly easy one last time. Here, here, let's ruffle some feathers. The Great Western Trail is not that good. I will kill you in your sleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whoa. I didn't even... That came out of so nowhere. So he, he said... Great, the he said Great Western Trail is not that good. You're but talking about the historical like Great Western Trail the, where people like actually had to do it, not the board game, is what you're talking about. Uh, no, the board game, the board game, yeah. Well, oh, I will have to say I'm I'm glad we started Pub Meeple together, Shuck. I'm sorry that you have such an unfortunate ending to our group, and you're welcome to pack your things and leave. <laughs> Mike. <laughs> Uh, but leave grifters because so, I so like to keep that in the group. It Don't sounds, like, he, it sounds like he's saying that it's not as good as everyone makes it out to be. Is that what you're saying? Wait, can you clarify? Not can we, that can you clarify? No, it's not. It's not that good. That good. You're not saying it's not good. No, I no, think you said no, it's not good. I You're welcome to your own opinion. <laughs> and you can say in a group. I was just kidding. You're welcome to your own opinion. Is it? Are you? What are you saying exactly? Can you please clarify? I don't like the game. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, just like you're, hey, he's right. That's an unpopular opinion. You. Next, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh wow. Well, I don't know what to say uh, because yeah, it's a great game, and everybody else says so too. No, um, it's number four on the ranking engine. I gotta, I gotta ask. It's great. I, I gotta ask because not that he has to defend himself. What don't you like about it? I just need to know. This is like a moment where it's just you and me, buddy. I can't use other people's spaces. Yeah, you can. You can. No, I can't do what the action is on there. You can still do something on those spaces. Ah, uh, that, that, no. It's, okay, what else? I'm not going to argue with you. What else? It's too long. Okay. Uh, now, I'm I, not going to defend, I guess, I guess, I mean, I guess those are two things that you don't like in games, right? Yeah, I no, I don't. Even like though it. you just played an 18xx game that was like six hours, that was amazing. Yeah. Okay. I was just making sure to make sure everybody else knew that you were a hypocrite. Oh wow! This got brutal fast. <laughs> like man, Great Western Trail. Like man, I don't, it's like I don't even know you. I, 
The only thing I like about that is the cows. That's oh, it. man. Um, what? I think before this things get any, any worse between you two. <laughs> Go ahead and end this. We're, I didn't take we're, any we're, personal we're, jabs. We're, 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 I didn't take any out. personal jabs. I didn't talk about Sean's kids. <laughs> or I didn't talk about like his love of Pokemon. None of that, man. I just said I just said Spider Man and whatever else I said. I don't remember what else oh, I, I said. So but, many but more Great of these. We're done. <laughs> Get us out of here, Gary. Yeah. Thanks for getting together and talking about some games and some unpopular opinions and destroy our friendships. I mean, we may not have another episode. I don't even know where we go from here. <laughs> if you might just check us out at pubpeople at gmail.com. Or, or don't. Or <laughs> www.pubpeople.com. We may not be there. We, we may be there. I don't know. It depends. The Civil Robert War. Pub people, the Civil War. So, Robert Brian, we do have some cool developments uh, with a board game ranking engine. You want to you uh, lead us out with a couple things on that? Yeah, Gary, I can, I can give you... a. A couple of updates. I'm, I'm actually really... You guys... Get us to some common ground here. It's something we, we all care about, which like is the, the ranking BGRE. engine, right? Yeah. yeah. I love the ranking engine. <laughs> okay. No, so version 2.0 has been in the works for a long time, it feels like, <laughs> now for me. Um, but it's it's really, really, really close to coming out. And okay. some, of the, some of the stuff that, that's coming with it, uh, uh, data persistence, meaning... Uh, if something were to happen to your browser while you were in the middle of ranking or in the middle of anything else doing if it. If your boss catches you and you close the browser app. Yeah. Uh, it'll keep that. Like, you won't lose that. It's constantly saving every action you do um, uh, so that when you come back to it in that same browser, it'll... Very it'll, cool. Yeah, it, you, you won't lose any information if you forget to save or something like that. Um, so it, it's got a, a fairly familiar but a new uh, UI design, uh, um, which I think is is an improvement. We'll see. We'll see how everybody else feels. Um, uh, a, a much more flexible list creation and uh, War Game Geek list, like filtering and stuff like that. Um, we're also adding uh, something called templates to it, uh, which allows you to create lists and then save those uh, uh, before you rank them so that you can come back to them, edit them. Uh, so that, that way, like for me, like every year, um, I don't add too many games to my you know, to my list. And so I can, I could save that, you know, my prior year's ranking list yeah. as a template. And then the next year, just reload that, add, you know, a few things to it and then kick it off. So I'm not having to recreate things. So, um, so kind of the stage you're at is, is you're making these nice little refinements that sometimes the little things make some pretty huge leaps, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, it, I'm excited about it. it. It really kind of tells, a story about like my own personal development and like in the coding realm. Uh, this is kind of how I've cut my teeth and learned it uh, because I was excited about doing it. And so um, anyway, been a lot of fun. I'm excited about it. It should be out soon. Yeah, we'll definitely be publishing uh, publishing it. Look for uh, Twitter and Facebook and, and, and we'll just we'll be putting information out there on that. Um, it's definitely uh, we've all tested it. It's I mean, there's some really great tweaks and updates to this system. Um, as always, thanks for, thanks for listening. And you can check us out on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram. And uh, we'll see you next episode. Apple sucks. What? Whoa. Unpopular opinion, number 45. <laughs>